0: So, my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm, I'm Cody Moulton, so the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, okay, not me. I wouldn't either. All right, go on. Sorry.
0: No, you're actually pretty good looking. I mean, I don't make it weird, dude. You're a good looking fella. I am pretty. No, good I'm not making good. it weird. I'm just saying you're a good looking fella. Yeah. No, no, you're Let's making see. it weird. You
1: look. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, no problem, dude. You don't look like garbage.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> a nice
1: one. Look like complete trash. Good work.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the in black and white show, where we just try to have natural conversation about life
1: and the gospel of natural, Jesus Christ. Natural, just one conversation.
0: No, <laughs> we're having multiple conversations. Okay. <sighs> we're having multiple conversations. we have Okay. No. You're okay. Right, yeah. Let me try this again. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let me let me try this you're again. Right, before gonna... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, everyone, welcome to our show. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Lenny and Escobar. I guess you can say my last name and joined here by the other host always who I, I know I say this every time I host. I always like I'm joined here by the same host that's always been here. So you know what? I'm just going to make it weird and just say I'm joined here by Cody.
1: Yeah. Why? Welcome. You know, I think we've said that exact yeah. thing on the last four episodes. <laughs>
0: I know that's that's what I'm saying. It's just like, oh my gosh, I need, I need to stop saying that and just I'm just gonna my new intro is just gonna be, hey, this is Cody. Yeah. I mean, he's here. We'll just but you guys know that, him. so I don't need to. Yeah, I don't need to say it again and be like, oh, you know, he's gonna be here. Anyways. I think
1: now we're projecting. We're like, you guys know that. Oh yeah, I think so. it really we don't. We you and I don't know that. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Wow, I didn't
0: think about that. Yeah, that's deep, huh? Thank you for bringing that. Yeah, that's pretty deep. I mean, that's normally. Deep things come from me because I'm the smart one. But I mean, oh. every time, every once in a while, you, you really support you surprise us. I think. Yeah,
1: no, I think you're right. Especially like the other day when you um when you oh
0: said, no, no no don't bring this up.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I was? You know what I was gonna say. Yeah. So the other day. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know actually either. I just was trying to trying to sound better than I am, which no, which you was know a good shot. Say I might not have sounded better than I am, but at least I think I sounded better than. Never mind. That sounds mean. That sounds rude. I'm not going to say that. I'm not finishing that. <laughs> you know what? When, have, when has you being rude ever stopped you from saying hey, anything? Hey, you're a good guy, all right? F- thank for you. For who so you are. You. you know, For where you come from, you're pretty.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> for who you are, who you, where you come from, yeah, you know, all, that's all, that's all. how much money you make. Anyways, everyone, thank you again for joining with us. Uh, and we're excited that you're here. We're excited to talk to you about some of the things that we have planned um, but as always, we got to start this off uh, a little less heavy. Yeah. And we're gonna do our anti-motivational, anti-inspirational quote. Yeah. Who's going first? I'm gonna let you go first. I think you have some good ones going on. Okay. I, right. I, I, and like no mention. I said I'm going to let you go first. Like I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, no,
1: um, no. Yeah, you're in charge yeah, here. Just... Yeah. yeah. Great way <laughs> to use your priesthood. Oh jeez.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's. Yeah, we're cutting that out. <laughs>
1: just kidding. Okay, all right. This is raw, yeah. all right? Everybody yeah, thinks that. Yeah. Okay, here's what I got from, from Cicely Tyson. Okay. says, I have... Well, a... I like it. What's that? Mike... No, I just Mike... I just said, I like it. Okay. Mike Tyson's sister, I think. Oh. <clears throat> uh, no, I made that up. I have no idea. The only reason, I just recognize the name Tyson. Oh, my gosh. All right. I have learned not to allow rejection to move me. Now, and if you think about oh, it, good. That's, well, that's not terribly, like... Right off the bat, funny, but I, I picture this in a job interview, right? They're like, yeah, we're not going to hire you. And you're like, all right, I'm not moving. I'm staying in this chair. <laughs> <You're> like, okay. <laughs> you, you, you just say thank you and you shake their hand and you just sit there in the chair.
0: You sit back down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> not getting moved.
0: Actually, that's hilarious uh, the, way, the way you think about that. Just like. I don't let rejection move me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. just imagine if you're like, you know, you're sitting in the car and you know, you some, your girlfriend
1: breaks up with you. <laughs> you're like, you okay. Okay. Well, you better get out of the car and walk because I'm not moving. So <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, yeah, just oh, pretty much. Man, that's funny. I know she, she probably means like, not to influence you poorly. But here's the deal. Right. Rejection can influence you in very good ways, all right? I'm just, uh, you know. Well, yeah. I'm uh, Imagine. Yeah, no, imagine. No, it, it definitely, 10 definitely. plus 10. You're yeah, like, okay. Imagine it tw-
0: all the people. Yeah,
1: you're like, 10 plus 10 equals 21. And every single time the teacher's like, no, it does not. And you're like, too bad. Not moving me. No, ma'am. No, I picked a number. I'm sticking with it. Oh, man, it's making
0: me laugh now. All right. It's like, Mm-mm. Yeah, it's like this isn't the r- this is the wrong answer. Well,
1: I'm I'm not going anywhere. It's like the key Like mean, SAT, the key in peel, where the where the guy won't won't sit down. Yeah, good. No, I'm good, man. Come on, Carlito, Carlito, sit down. No, man, I'm good. I'm like, no,
0: I'm good. No, man, I'm good. <laughs> He's
1: like falls down,
0: <laughs> gets impaled. Gets, Dude, Carlito, you have to go to the hospital. No, man, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, that's, that's one of my favorites. All right, what you got? <laughs> um. Okay, I have like three of them, and I couldn't choose one, so I'm just going to do this one. Okay. Um, this is by Will Rogers. I have no idea who this is. I'll don't s- let yesterday take up too much of today. Yeah. All right. Well, you, you can't.
1: Yeah, it's gone, dude. Yeah, yesterday is already done. That's behind us. You so- can't
0: let it take up? Yeah. You know I what? Don't understa-
1: no. Will Rogers? Dude, that's Steve Rogers' brother probably, and he's, you know, Steve Rogers lived. He's in the future now, but he's the past yeah. guy, so maybe that's, you know, he's right. projecting.
0: Yeah. That's he. <laughs> he's projecting. No, it's true.
1: Yeah, his, his brother comes back into his life when he's an old man, and, and he's like, hey, I want to reconnect. He's like, no, 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 yesterday's not getting involved with today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not letting yesterday. Just imagine, again, this is... a. Uh, that actually kind of ties into the same t- quote that you just shared. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, uh, you, uh, uh ten, ten, plus, 10 plus 10 plus ten is
1: 21. No, no. Or even better. You answered that yesterday. <laughs> you got fired yesterday, but you still go to work the next day. Oh, no. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not letting yesterday get in the way of my job. <laughs> I'm not letting yesterday
0: take up too much time of my today. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, no, no, that was just a setback. Uh, I'm yeah. not letting that take too much of my time. I, I hey, can you can
1: you excuse me? I got a lot of work to do. So <laughs> yeah, can you not bug me right now? You're gonna get me fired. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's my
0: other one. Actually, so I'm gonna do two instead of just one. Okay, all right. This is by Herman Melville. I have no idea who that is either. That sounds I'll familiar. I have to look these people up. It is better to fail in originality than to succeed in imitation. No, I think it's better to succeed in originality. So, <laughs> yeah, how about just succeed? That's yeah. yeah. How about like it's better to succeed? I'm gonna take the W's Period. when
1: I can. Yeah, I, I guess if you're plagiarizing yeah. something, that doesn't hold up well, does it?
0: Yeah, I think what I, I get the idea behind this, but I think this is one of them where I think if you read too much into it like we are doing you can get caught but yeah. i mean even if you don't read too much into it, it can you can get caught it's like yeah i think it is better to succeed in some way i don't know it's i true. I, if, I don't know if i re- really resonate if, with this this quote
1: if, as much if you made motivational quotes like realistic and reasonable they'd be a lot less motivational you'd be like i guess that's true like if you, you, know. you want to succeed wake up and brush your teeth take a shower eat a good bowl of cereal uh, maybe work out for ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. Um, you know, go to your job, be a good contributor there. It might not be easy most of the time, but um, you know, be good to the people around you. Like, okay, you're right. all right. And you know, what? I just want to have a bad day. I don't want to be motivated anymore. <laughs> actually, you know, to be honest with you, I think that would actually make a good motivational
0: quote because I think it like gives you specific action steps. You know, if <laughs> yeah, so sure. you want to be, if you want to be successful, you know, wake up, brush your teeth, make your bed, eat a good breakfast. Yeah. maybe work out also go to your work or your or like your business be a good contributor yeah. be good have good relationships with people around you including your customers including your boss go home pay attention to your kids <laughs> pay attention to your wife pay attention <laughs> to your family you know yeah it's just like there you go, <laughs> listen, all of these things
1: like oh okay yeah. oh i'm not doing that oh man <laughs> no, oh, okay. do- i just had a free pass with a sentence no i think uh And this is probably why you know you and I are both we've expressed not being terribly interested in TikTok, but because of the medium constrains thought to these very concise, small, compact statements that don't have nuance or context, and they don't really they're not good for explaining complex truths, you know. Mm. And that's kind of the thing with motivational quotes is like okay, we gotta they gotta compact it into this little thing, and so there's a lot of nuance and context left out of it, right?
0: Well, they also they also compact it into places so that a person can take the meaning that they need out of it, right? You know, so they're yeah. not like it's not specific, you know. And and I, and I get that, yeah. That's but a good also, point. I think that sometimes they are. Um, well, I don't know. A lot of times, I think that a lot of motivational things are really great if you already know how to what to do after you're motivated. Yeah, I think that being being motivated, I think is is not. A lot of the problems. Sometimes I think it's like, what do you do with that motivation? I think that that's like, how do you use your motivation to build habit? Because habit yeah. lasts longer than motivation.
1: Right, right. More, more. So, about, anyways, yeah. I don't know. We could go. Whoa. Wow, wow. I yeah. Realize we're going to get into that. We didn't think we'd analyze the reason why we have a st- stupid conversation starter at the beginning of our. Po- Nobody read into any of this too much, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is. I
0: mean. If you have thoughts about it, you know, please, about our anti-inspirational quotes or your own thoughts, please feel free to message us uh, on the mediums that we tell you at the end of the episode. So you'll stay here and listen to the rest of the episode.
1: (laughs) Got him. Nice. Got him. Nice.
0: Dude, nice. Okay. Anyways, let's move into the meat and potatoes of, oh, actually, the turkey and mashed potatoes. Oh, dude. Because we just had Thanksgiving. Hope everyone had a good one. And it's... Yeah, we're releasing this episode a, a little bit later than after Thanksgiving, yeah, but... a week after. Um, just know that we're recording it. Yeah, we're recording it uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, so. That's
1: right. It's in black and white Friday. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey! Oh, dude, that was nice. Hey, we should uh, talk about that, actually. That'd be kind of a cool thing to do in the future.
1: Oh, yeah. Put Nobody steal the, it. Yeah, put that in their back. That's copyrighted. I just did it, Yeah, whatever that means.
0: Yeah. I, no, no, that's what you do. You just say... In black and white, Friday, copyrighted, copyright, two thousand and twenty-two, okay. done. done, done, we got it,
1: All right. and then we sue someone. All right, tomorrow. well now
0: we'll actually get to the meat. Okay, go Oh yeah, I love suing people. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the meat. <laughs> let's get into the let's get into the meat of this. Um, we're going to be talking about uh today and uh something that we've been thinking about. Uh, that we've been prepared for. It comes on the back of a couple of questions, but uh, before we even just go through the questions themselves, we're going to talk about the general topic, which is information and specifically gospel information and where you get it. Like where, where are the sources? And we're talking about primary sources of gospel information, secondary sources, and then tertiary sources, uh, which, you know, if uh, you need this little uh, clarification, it's pri- primary is the first source. Second, th- secondary is second. Tertiary is the third source. I'm sure you all are smart enough, but just in case, was yeah, not for, saying that's that more just for in you. case you're not smart that's, enough. That was more for yourself. Yeah, It's more right? for me. That's what I'm yeah. trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for so. saving me from there. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Anyways, here the question—the question I had that, that uh, popped into my mind with this when we were talking about it a while ago, a while ago, was: Do people have a primary source reason for leaving the church? That—that that was the question that spurred mm. this uh, topic of study for me, anyway. And so mm-hmm. we can get mm-hmm. into that more in, in answering that. Um, as we actually dig into what are these sources, what do they mean, and, and all that. But that's mm-hmm. that's the question I had in my mind, and I wanted to discuss live on an episode. Do we know the answers to this? No, we don't. That's why we're talking about it, so we can figure out a little bit more. Okay? You know, and just like, look at me, even, Lenny.
0: even getting closer to an answer. Oh, what's that? Look at me. Okay. No, no, I, I don't want to look at you. Okay, I, mean,
1: I wouldn't either. All right, go on. Sorry.
0: No, you're actually pretty good looking good I mean
1: Well, don't make it weird, dude. You're a good looking fella. I am pretty No, weird. I'm not making it weird. I'm just saying you're a good looking fella. Yeah, no, no, you're making sense. it weird. You look uh, anyways, yeah, no problem, dude. You don't look like garbage.
0: <laughs> that's a nice one. You don't look like complete trash. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I think that's a really I love that question. And I wanna just state it just for clarity's sake is do people have a primary source. Reason is that what you said, or a primary source? Yeah, uh, primary source reason for leaving the church. So, in essence, uh, do people have a primary source influenced reason? Yeah, church.
1: And that one is uh, obviously we can't answer that like explicitly, right? Um, Right. But it is a good uh primer for a conversation. We'll say that,
0: yeah, for sure. I like that. I like that word primer, which I think is uh, a lot of. When we're talking about controversial things, I think that it's important to recognize that not everybody has, and I'm not saying this is controversial, I'm just saying that I think it's important to realize that not everybody has the answers. Even if people say they have the answers, I think it's just uh, an idea for somebody to get to help formulate uh, ideas and opinions of them all of their own. Um and I think the reason I bring that up is because you and I, Cody, are talking about this 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 specific question, right? And we're gonna talk about each of those of those sources. I know we're kinda keeping people in suspense, but you can also determine that this show, with us talking on it, is considered a source. But yeah. and we're gonna talk about later about where this where this source fits into the to our little three prongs, uh, which is just our thoughts about it. But yeah. I think you can say it's it's pretty I think it's accurate. I think it's a good uh, way to look our, at our three, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Third source, we're going to talk about basically everything that talks about the gospel um, that is outside of the main canon of scripture. Yeah. So uh, we're we're talking about talks uh, from people from like talks from, talks in um, church,
1: or, talks in church. Thank you, thank you. Talks in know, church. Maybe this podcast outside.
0: This podcast, oh, dude, oh. this podcast, other podcasts that talk about gospel topics. Yeah. I mean, even like your Come Follow Me podcasts. I think any podcast that talks about gospel pod, uh, topics that's not sponsored or given and specifically given by the church itself, by, by general authorities. I think that that's important to note is that even if it is, I would say, given by the church, it's not, uh, I would say, a... It's still a, a tertiary source of information right. unless it's given by an apostle right. or yeah. general authority.
1: A tertiary source is, is auxiliary information to the gospel, people sharing it like we are here, um, what have you. Uh, so a secondary source is the actual scriptures and revelation as given from prophets, right? So your general conference talks, uh, Book of Mormon, Holy Bible, Doctrine and Covenants, Pearl of Great Price, preach my gospel uh, preach my gospel
0: well you know actually that that the, that one's an interesting i think it's probably it's both i mean the the yeah the the canon of scripture though i think are 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 higher on that list right. yeah. than preach my gospel
1: and we we obviously give So i mean like it.
0: maybe the, maybe there's some outliers yeah
1: yeah i think so and and in the church we've heard it before that well, scriptures bible book mormon all that Very important basis for understanding doctrine and gospel principles. But a modern prophet we value at least as much and often more. Mm -hmm. Meaning, and I think the reason for that is obvious. Like, is Moses, what he said, more important to the people um, that Jeremiah was talking to than what Jeremiah was saying at the time? Right? Like, Mm, they're both prophets— And they both have important things to say. But a prophet has the most impactful and the most important things to say in his time to the people he's called to speak to, right? So, mm-hmm. I, if we wanted to break secondary down a little bit more that way, and I, I can just hear uh, the, the modern Christian world cringing at that statement. We love the Bible. We love Scripture, you know. And I think it is a core tenet, a core source of doctrine and, and information. I shouldn't say I think it is. Um, that's part of our our beliefs and our teachings. Um, the
0: reason uh, and I want to jump in and say I think the reason of that is is that that is a very very important record that we have of Christ's teachings and Christ's ministry and I think that that's that's an important part of our our faith as well and the building of our faith in Christ is is through those things. So I think it's it's valued very very highly because of, I mean I value it we value it uh, very highly because of that. I don't think that you're saying that the most important words that a prophet can speak are those the ones that the modern prophet speaks to 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 this modern generation. Um I don't think that discounts that the importance of the ultimate prophet, the prophet of the world always. You know, Christ's words will always be the most valued. Right, right or the the most. But but we can also say but then there's a little thing in there you can say that the words that the prophet speaks do come from Christ. Right. Because that's what he's, that's where he gets that revelation from is from right. Christ telling us what the people need to hear.
1: Yeah. See those, that all those, uh, the relationship between these, I think is very, yeah, very interesting. Which mm-hmm. We'll get, get more into. So Lenny, if that's tertiary source, secondary source, what's, what could be more important than, I mean, you kind of already gave it away. You stinker. Uh, um, then, not, uh no, 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 yeah, that's good. That's a good tie in actually. so, What's more important than scriptures and and prophets, what they say?
0: This is one of my favorite parts of the gospel, and I have a lot of favorite parts, but this is one of my favorites, and that is the actual inspiration, revelation that we get directly from the Spirit and from God himself. And I think that that is... uh, That one's one's tough and tricky sometimes, because I I think that, like you said before, there's a... huge relationship between all three of these sources of information and they all support each other they will support truth they support and and testify of each other it's kind of like you know two or three two or three witnesses are all things established right so i think uh, and and we can also think about it that way um because um and i don't want to get too much into this i'm gonna get too much into the weeds but no one is going to receive revelation that goes beyond the scope of their ability to receive revelation. So right. for instance, a mother is not going to receive revelation for the entire church. Uh, right. A mother of her family, as to say, is not going to receive revelation for the entire church because that sphere of revelation lies directly with the prophet. Right. Exactly. So, um, and there's this great talk by Elder Renland in general conference that kind of outlines that. And I'll, we'll put those, we should put that in the show notes so that, uh, People can read it if they're questioning that because we're gonna talk a little bit about that. But yes, revelation from God through the Spirit is our primary source of information, of gospel information. And I love that. I love that because God will not lie to us and He will tell us all those things that are that are needful that we need and want to know about His gospel. You know, big questions and little questions. Big questions like, is it true? Big questions like, Is Joseph Smith a prophet? You know, a big right. questions like, Is Christ the savior of the world? Right. Two little questions like, you know, and, and, and I don't want I don't want to say this in like small ways, but like, you know, what should I study in school? I mean I think like I don't wanna minimize that that is a huge question, but I just say that there's you know, is Christ the savior versus Right should I study in school? Important, it's kinda of like, in, you know, yeah, important, important. questions yeah. to
1: to receive revelation about for sure I and mean, you know, both you and I have have benefited from that. But, I mean, yeah, the bigger... I mean, what are, what are the eternal questions that we need to have answered and, and have our testimonies mm-hmm. build off of, right? Right. So I think... Uh, yeah, and I think the primary source here, Revelation, uh, corroborates the tertiary and secondary sources. I like what you said, two or three witnesses, right? Um, mm-hmm. A witness... Um, and you can have your testimony be comprised of of some tertiary sources, some secondary sources, and, and primary sources, right? But, and the reason I say that is because we might not receive revelation about every single doctrine and principle in the church at um, one point in our lives and just be good to go for the rest of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. It might be a line upon line thing. And so some of our testimony might have to be built off of Okay, well, in the Scriptures it teaches this, and prophets have taught this. And I have had a primary source. I've I've received revelation that tells me that what the prophets say are true and that the Scriptures are words of God. So while I might not understand, you know, Word of Wisdom fully, I do know this primary source thing, and so I will... I can build my testimony on that secondary source in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until, until and, you build and, it up to getting that and, and, and building it more into the revelation sphere. But
0: And I think that we all start in different places. I think that there are some people, and I've met some people on, on the mission and I've met some people off the mission who have, have received a revelation from God saying uh, like who are not members of the church and who were members of the church um, revelation from God that, Hey, I need to join the gospel or I need to be more active in the gospel, all those things. And that's like direct revelation that fuels their desire to learn more about the the scriptures and what the prophets teach, and then that kind of fuels more about how they live their life. And I know of other people who have had to, and I think this is a majority of people actually who have to have a tertiary source in order to ask the questions and and learn how to receive the primary source of answers. Yeah, because I I think so. I mean, I think that you know, we
1: were we were tertiary as a missionary. You're a tertiary source, right? Ah, it's
0: so it's so true. It's you're like you're a tertiary source using a secondary source to teach yeah. people how to receive a primary source. Yeah. Whoa. Teach, that's really yeah. cool.
1: Actually, to see it like. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's how a lot of these that's how our podcast and a lot of these other podcasts are. They're good supplementary information to uh, spur thought and spiritual thinking and hopefully invite the spirit. Um, but at the end of the day, you know don't base your testimony on anything lenny or I say or anything off of John by the way and uh those you know those kind of podcasts they're great and they're amazing yeah and I love them um but go to the scriptures right and go to the go to the readings of the prophets and then pray about it
0: I think that that's like those those are the things that I think are are super important is um and i and I hope that we are encouraged of that in our own podcast and I think that uh, we will is that we always Want to point you, uh, as our listener, to a secondary and primary source. And we're grateful that you're listening to us, and we hope that you find some value out of it. Um, but that we are the point of our podcast is to have natural conversation. Wait, what was what's the point of our podcast?
1: Yeah, have natural conversations about life. There, the day to day gospel, that, or some of these yeah. questions, these topics that we experience in life, in the context yeah. of the gospel of Jesus Christ.
0: That's right. Life and the gospel. Sorry, I missed the life part. I was just yeah. like, oh, the gospel. Um, yeah, you've only, yeah, you we know, only, we've, we've only said that,
1: that like what ninety, like ninety two or three or four times. So no, no, I can see where you'd forget. Said, I,
0: I would, yeah, and I, well, I mean, there's a lot of things I forget, like recording. Anyways, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the the point that I, I I wanted to make with that was uh, that we hope that in the context of our conversations that we're pointing you especially as we have tackled this season, we talk about questions, your questions, our questions, that we're still pointing you to prime or secondary and primary sources where we ask questions, we talk about the gray, which is the tertiary. And then we talk about principles and scriptures and where you can find information, which is the secondary, and yeah. then invites you to go. And, you know, if you have a question is think about the things we've said, read the the resources that we, we share and then pray about, um, and do your own study through the scriptures and the words of the prophets, and try to find revelation, receive revelation through those, through that primary source.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to like make it sound like we're ever coming off trying to demean, in a hierarchical yeah. sense, tertiary sources or secondary sources over primary or whatever, because, and I think there is still a reason why there's tertiary, secondary, primary, as far as of course some are more. Are a more sure foundation to build on, obviously. But here is a question for you: Is church? Where does church, going to church, fall in here?
0: Um. Wow, what a great question! Ah, uh, I would say that that is man. That's a nuanced question because I I think that it is a it's a secondary it's it's a secondary source, but it fits in a lot with tertiary because of. Yeah. So I, okay, you know what? I am gonna I am gonna say it this way. I think that there are things that make church secondary, and I think there are things that make it tertiary. I think church itself, the act of going to church and partaking of the sacrament is secondary. Um, or, or actually, I think it's primary. Oh, my gosh. Well, it can be. I'm thinking about there's, there's primary, secondary, and tertiary in in going to in the act of going to church in itself.
1: Exactly. Like Okay, so you, you go to a you class, and you're all talking about Sunday school, and you're sharing, you're listening to other people. So if you're listening to other people share their testimonies and stuff, It's a tertiary source. Mm -hmm. If you're reading from the scriptures and from the prophets, so it's going to have some secondary sources mixed in there. You raise your hand and you share your testimony. You've just invited a primary source, a revelation for yourself, right? And other people might hear your testimony and they might feel the spirit touch their hearts. And that becomes a primary source for them. And so wow, it's a combination of all those things, right? So, again, not, not to demean them. This, this, isn't, this isn't a linear kind of path. Like every, yeah. every weight yeah. a primary source comes through a tertiary or secondary. I mean, yeah, but I, I think they're all – it's the relationship, again, like we said at the beginning, the relationship between the three, understanding those and then placing weight appropriately. With that relationship, I think it's important.
0: I th- and I think uh, I love that the way you say the placing weight appropriately, because I think that um, so Elder Bednar came to our mission and I think we've re- we've shared this story before. But Elder Bednar came to our mission and what he said before when he taught all of us missionaries, all 250 of us or is it more? I don't know. All of those missionaries right, in one right. place is he said, don't if you're going to as you write down things, write down what the spirit says and not mm. what not what I say. Right. Yes. He was teaching us to always try to receive spiritual information from a primary source. And I, yeah. and I think I actually think that, you know, as I think about it, I'm like, I think that we can always get our information from primary sources, from a primary source, from the spirit. Because if we try to invite the spirit and we read something in the scriptures, the scripture will invite the spirit and the Spirit will testify of the truth that's, that has been written in the Scripture. Exactly. And I, so I think that we can. I think we can seek. We, we're always trying to seek for it. But I always. But I like that idea that you're placing weight appropriately because we have to have a combination of all three in order to, I think, have a healthy... Well, to learn, I think, um, to learn how we interact with the primary source um, yeah. consistently.
1: And this is how this ties into my question here if we're ready to get into this. Now that we know what tertiary, secondary, primary are. The question being, do people have primary source reasons for leaving the church? So the reason I was thinking about that is because so many of us inside of the church and outside of the church, are believers, non-believers, what have you, um, used to believers, used to be used to be bel- you know what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, used, used to be believer, Yeah, believers, you know, people who like Justin B., Bieber, <laughs> oh, I forgot about believers. <laughs> um, so for all of us, what happens often, I think, and though I've observed, is we'll stumble across anti, uh, uh, some kind of messaging that is uh, antagonistic towards the church or something a prophet said or something in the scriptures or a doctrine or what have you, and seeks to uproot and dismantle belief or faith in that kind of tenant or those kind of words for whatever reason and in whatever way. And there's a great, I'll link it in this show notes here. There's a great um, guy on YouTube who, who does a good job of explaining why anti can be such a, like a fast food kind of a ingestion. Um, something that is easy to digest right up front, but it's not good for you per se because um, there are, there's manipulation and how a lot of it's portrayed. But the reason I say this is because anti is a tertiary source. And I think if our testimonies are built off of more tertiary sources, then that means another tertiary source can come threaten our testimony if it's built on a tertiary source. Now, if.
0: What an interesting thought! Wow.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's the same with secondary source, right? So anti will always be a tertiary source, right? So can something from a tertiary source uproot a belief or a, or a, or a testimony we've received um, by reading something in the Scriptures? Well, if it comes within the Scriptures, it, it, it's going to have a more, I think it will have more of a chance of uprooting that, Bec- depending on if you how you place weight. But at the end of the day, primary source revelation, you know, that's where our testimonies really should be built. And so, are, are we letting tertiary sources, something external, far away, influence and, and uproot a testimony that we've received through the Spirit of God, through an experience, an emotional connection, a feeling, that kind of power? You know, it just, it, to me, it seems like we don't understand different sources and where we've built our testimony. When it um, we sometimes fall prey to that uh, by letting a tertiary source uproot a primary experience that we've had with 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 the gospel,
0: I I think it's also important that uh, just just uh, as we're talking about this to be a little bit more specific about what tertiary sources could look like that are not necessarily faith building. For for instance, like we we listed a lot of tertiary sources that are faith promoting, and then there are tertiary sources that are. N- not faith promoting, um, and I think anything that is honestly anything that is not faith promoting, I think is a tertiary source, um, just by the nature of it, of it not being a faith promoting experience, not not being faith promoting. For for example, I, we're we're talking about conversations that we have with each other. You know, we're both believers, we're both very passionate about the gospel, and I hope that the passion we have for it is is palpable in our podcast. I think that that because of how we feel about it. And I think that we try to testify of truth here. The spirit can be here and I can think this can be a positive and faith promoting tertiary source. However, you can go onto social media and you can follow these people who have very, very negative feelings about uh, their experiences with the gospel and uh, with the church and with people in it. And, then they are, those experiences can be very faith-decreasing, very faith-destroying because of just of how the nature is. It's their experience. It's the, and, and not to, I don't want to demean any of their experiences and, and how right. and what they've gone through. But I, I do think that if, uh, and, and I'm talking to just like a, if, if somebody is struggling with believing and they want to believe, I think that uh, getting information from those those places would not be super helpful.
1: Yeah, counterintuitive. I think, um, counterproductive counterproductive is a good word a better yeah. word <laughs> well, because and, counterintuitive and the reason, would be well and, and no, it ahead, is it is counter i mean it's both it's counterproductive and i'm not saying counterintuitive would be rude but 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 think about it if if your testimony and it, if it's important to you and it's something you want to save and you want to keep alive and keep healthy why would you expose it to to more f- fire or fiery darts you know what i mean like why is there a better way that we can treat Something that is wounded, right? Instead of putting it in harm's way, kind of a thing. And so that's that's why mm, I that's say, Karen, you know, not to be rude. I just I think,
0: yeah, no, no, I, yeah. Now when you when you put it that way, it makes makes total sense. And You know, some people, and it's fine. It's totally great. Some people they make their decisions and they don't want to be a part, and they have no interest in keeping their testimony alive, and that's fine. That's uh, that's their choice. But I think like for our message right here is for people who are, let's just per se call your testimony a dog if your dog is sick you take it to a vet right you don't take it to um a dog park
1: yeah or feeding it what's making it keep giving it chocolate
0: Giving, keep giving it chocolate or taking it to um or, or or better yet taking it to a dog a dog fight you know like a club downtown where their dogs fight you know
1: yeah yeah, which yeah, is yeah. in
0: essence actually that's what it kind of feels like if you're like oh you know what my testimony struggling if i'm going to listen to these guys they are literally trying to you know and i don't think they're actively or well, maybe there's some people who are but a lot of people i don't think are actively doing they're just trying to share their experience in hopes that it will help other people mm-hmm. and and i and i applaud their efforts i i don't think that it is helpful but i applaud that they feel like that's what they should do um t- to give Freedom, or 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 to help other people, have break quote or unquote re- break free or whatever you know. Recognize
1: like, recognize that they're not necessarily intentionally malicious or anything like that. I mean, we're not trying yeah. to say that by any means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, I would I, I would that say applaud is... myself, but
0: what, but what recognizing did you say? A plot.
1: Oh, I I said I don't know that I would say applaud myself just because I don't. Oh, to encourage. Oh. Um, yes,
0: well what i'm yeah what i was what i was saying is not that i i get why they're doing it and i think that if they feel like that's right then they should they should i don't feel like it is however if they feel like it is it's not for me to decide for them what to do i think that's right, right, what right. i mean by that yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, but i still, but i still think that if you are your dog is hurting your dog is sick you're not going to take it to a dog fight, yeah, or a ring, or 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 anything. You're going to take it to a hospital, where it can be treated, where it can heal, where like you can you can find the cause of the illness mm-hmm. and treat the illness. You know, and and I think that that's that's what uh, that's what I I think that we're getting with tertiary with these negative tertiary sources.
1: Yeah, 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 and 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 that's part of why I bring up the the question too is ultimately. Our testimonies need to be built off of spiritual experiences with the holy mm-hmm. Holy Spirit from that as, as given from God himself and that that's where they need to be and if they aren't, if they're built on secondary or tertiary sources only, that's okay. it's okay, but get there, right? Let's do everything we can in our power to pray, to seek revelation, to make that connection because you're at risk. I think, I think we're at risk, our testimonies are at risk. And uh, if they aren't on that built on a primary source, that's where they should be built. Because at the end of the day, is anyone leaving the church because they prayed and God said, "I know I told you this was true two years ago," but now, never mind. You know, I, I don't think that's usually. The, I don't think that's the case. And I can't. And I, let me just clarify too. And I, I don't want to speak for other people's experiences by any means, but usually it's tertiary sources that are coming in and and, and casting doubt. So,
0: how do you know? if your testimony is built on a secondary or tertiary and not a primary source.
1: I I think, again, and I think we quoted this, I don't know if it was the last episode or a couple episodes ago, and I don't know where the quote comes from, but I think it came up in conference, either this last conference or the one before it, the quote of a person with an experience is never at the mercy of a person with an opinion, right? So how do you know that you have a primary source, you've received revelation about something, what is the experience you've had with it? And when I say experience, I'm talking about not just understanding from a logical standpoint, but also coupled with your spirit and how your spirit has responded to that information and how your feelings have responded and all those things kind of together create an experience. And that experience is... Mm revelation feeling the spirit everyone feels it a little differently so I think identifying how you feel the spirit and what that what that lineup looks like between all of your different uh you know your senses in that way I think that's indicative but uh, what do you what do you think
0: well I actually I wanted to ask you um because I think that uh, this is uh this question uh that you that uh, that you just answered is actually a pretty and I love your answer some person with experience will never be at the mercy with somebody with an opinion. And you're, and the question is, can you identify a primary source experience you've had with a particular thing, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I wanted to ask if you would be able to share your experience uh, um, on the mission about the savior.
1: Ooh, I mean, uh, the one that comes to mind is one that we shared on Easter. And so there was this, this day we were in our first area in, in uh, Berwick, Pennsylvania. I guess we were driving back. We just had an Easter lesson with some of our friends. and Do you remember that lesson? That was great. We had a I whole do. bunch of people there that were either recent converts or interested. And they were all friends and we were all hanging out. And we had a lesson about the Savior and the resurrection and all that. And uh, and And something I'll note with this experience I'm about to share is primary sources of revelation, they aren't a one and done thing, mm. right? It's a, it's like filling up your gas tank. You got to keep it topped off. You know what I mean? Mm. And so this was an experience that was probably the most impactful I had had to date of understanding the divinity of Jesus Christ and, and coming to the knowledge and the belief that he is our savior and uh, redeemer. And i have had experiences with that before, but this one uh, really was the most powerful to date. So we were driving back um, to our apartment that evening, I think for dinner, and uh, there's just a beautiful sunset on the horizon. You know, mm. this it this uh, this spiritual feeling that we felt, and we both felt it. The spirit so strong, watching this sunset. You know, we didn't have that feeling while we were teaching the lesson. We didn't have it right in that. We felt we felt good teaching the lesson, and we felt um, like the spirit was our companion. But I think on that drive, and as soon as we pulled into our our driveway and we got out of the car, we just stood there and looked at the sunset quietly for a moment. And uh, the spirit wasn't just a companion in that moment. It was a, it was like a siren, you know. It was like a flare, and. Uh, I know for me that that was a confirmation to everything I had just taught. It was hearkening back to the message we were just sharing about Jesus Christ that He does live, that He was resurrected, and that was that's a primary source, a very powerful primary source um, experience that I had. That you know, if I come across a tertiary source on the internet, it's like, well, Jesus might just be a prophet and He's not really divine, and here's evidence of things that we don't know about from the Bible, blah, blah, blah. You know, I would look at that and say, well, if I put that in a ring with my primary source experience, you know, it ain't going to win. Like it doesn't hold a candle to that feeling I had on that, in the driveway that day. So,
0: Thank you. I do remember that. I remember that so vividly. I remember that experience so vividly. I remember the drive. I remember the sunset. I remember it going down, and I remember standing there and looking at each other um, when that happened. We took it a was picture. Very palpable. If we did. We have yes. a picture of
1: it, so I gotta go find it.
0: Yeah, um, such a powerful experience. The reason I wanted to share that, and I have a couple of thoughts I wanted uh, to share about it. But the thing I want, the reason I wanted you to share that, Cody, is because I think that if you can name that experience that you have. And it may not be like a single experience, like Cody was saying, but if you can name those experiences that you've had with that source, with the question or the, the material and the source, then I think that you can say to yourself that you do have or you know that you have a primary source. Um, one of the examples that I'll share is that uh, I'll share two of them, actually, th- about the Book of Mormon itself. I remember when I was investigating the church back in high school, I remember that I was driving. I wasn't reading. I was driving with my friends and we were passing the high school and there's this curve that goes right by the high school and it goes down, it curves down and it goes down this hill. And the on the left is what used to be the band room of my high school. And I remember that we were driving up that curve and I was looking at the band room and as we were just passing it and I just remember feeling in my heart, like the, the spirit whispering, like it's true. The book of Mormon is true. Like meaning that it is my word. And I remember like sitting with it in a little bit for a moment. And then I turned to my friends and I said, Hey, I know the book of Mormon is true. I know it's the word of God. And they were just like, what? Like (laughs) that, you know, like that, that's not, that's not anything that we were doing. We weren't talking or anything, but it was just like, we're going to get Taco Bell. What are you talking about? Yeah, 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 Exactly. Like, okay, cool. You know, like glad you feel that. Let's go get some Taco Bell. Um, But that, but honestly, that changed the course of my life forever. Um, that that drive, right? Yeah, now, the second cool. experience that I want I wanted to share is that it was on the mission, on my mission, the same area. Probably, I would say probably two months in, um, because Cody left after my third month, but so I was two months in, and we were studying um, in our little study room. And I was reading the Book of Mormon, and I remember a pray, like kneeling down to pray about it, and I prayed about it. And I had this confirmation, I had this this tingling, this, 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 this explosion of, of feeling that just welled up inside of my my chest and just like flooded my body after I prayed to know it was true. Um, and I was just like, oh man, like this, it, it was like one of the most powerful confirmations I've ever had um, concerning the Book of Mormon. And the reason I, I say like, because I think about this now and because I've had a lot of people since then, try to convince me and give me sources that say that the Book of Mormon is not true based on all of these these different experiences, okay? And I can say that it is. And some people might say, well, that's just your emotions, and that's just, you know, like you can trick yourself to feeling those kinds of things, and you can, you can believe anything um, if you try hard enough. You know what? That may be true. That may be true. But I just know for me that I felt something that was real that day, That night, that day and that night, that is undeniable and the way I would use the words that Joseph Smith himself used, which is, I knew it and I knew God knew that I knew it. And that's enough for me. I know those things and I can point to those experiences as my primary source. Mm -hmm. So I think that just in closing that portion of what I was trying to say is, I think that if you're... Wanting a primary source for something is to seek for an experience with it, and I think that that's okay to seek for it in your mind yeah. and asking Father to say, "Can I have an experience with this thing? I need this experience so that I can hold on to it." And I think that yeah. He'll honor that. I know He'll honor that. Actually, oh yeah. So,
1: I mean, he's on; he's totally on on our side with that. Yeah, and for sure. it doesn't mean He's going to give it to us right that second. Yeah, um, it means we have to trust Him that He's going to. He's going to help us get it, and we got to be patient. You know, mm-hmm. maybe we did read something, or somebody gave us something up uh, that's causing introducing some doubt about a prophet or about uh, church and tithing or something, or the word of wisdom, what have you. Or maybe that is the case, and or, or uh,
0: somebody that you trusted, somebody that you trusted, and it is the epitome of the gospel, and they and they are deciding to go somewhere else or act a different way. You know, right. I think that that's.
1: Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the case, but it doesn't change that God is on our side, mm. and that He always encourages patience. No matter how, you know, no matter how necessarily immediate some of the doubts may have come, I think uh, I think there are answers, and He gives them. And if we're sincere, and I, I think you you worded that beautifully earlier. You had an experience with God; you knew it. God knew it and that was good enough for you you know and i think that's that's well said i don't know what else to add to that i mean a primary source that could that that combination of understanding feeling and of spiritual lift what could be better than than that as far as our testimony is it is it always perfect is it is our is our memory perfect you know it's not but those experiences and thinking back and i'm glad you asked us to think about some of those and i hope Hope everyone listening today thinks back on some of their experiences. And, mm. and if anything, they get anything out of this episode today from this tertiary source is to think back on their own primary source revelations that they've received. So hopefully I invite you all to do that. And uh, I know that God will bring those to your remembrance and bring some of those feelings back. It might be a primary source revelation on top of a, a past primary source revelation you've had, you know?
0: I mean, I just remember when you were talking about it, I was getting chills all over just remembering those experiences. I just remember that experience, yeah. that shared experience. I was just like feeling it. It's like, wow, just like feeling so much love and peace from that. So I also add my testimony that. I I, I do know that the Lord will bring those things to your remembrance as well. Yeah. Wow. Nice. This is – man, I, I just want to say everyone – while listening thank you so much for joining with us as we talk about this stuff as we talk about the gospel and um i hope that this tertiary source will still bring you a lot of peace and comfort and add to your secondary and primary sources we're really grateful that you're here we're grateful that you add your spirit to this and i know that we know that we're small and we're hoping to get a little bit bigger and so we want to ask for your help We want to ask you to share this podcast with anybody who you think would benefit or maybe they wouldn't benefit. Maybe just share it with your your friends or your family. We would greatly appreciate it, Um, especially to build another community of believers, another community of want to believers, all of that. And uh, we want to answer your questions. We want to talk about the things that that matter to you and that matter to us. And you can send those questions to us at pretty much anywhere that we're available, which I'll tell you where you can send it directly to our email, which is in black and white podcast at gmail.com. Or you can get onto our Twitter and Facebook and Instagram handles. Okay. We just, we just added Instagram. You can follow us on our Instagram as well, which is,
1: we've been on Instagram for a while
0: and we've been on Instagram for such a long time. So which all three of those, (laughs) all three of those handles are at IBW podcast. So follow us. Um, we will have we have some really cool things coming up, especially as we tick down to the new year. So look for that. Oh yeah, we're excited to see you on our. Well, you know what? I won't even spoil it. I'll, we'll probably spoil oh, no, it. No, just time. say it. We uh, gotta build it up. All right, you're right. On our guys, if you've been here for the ride, we are almost at a hundred episodes. If you've just recently joined us, welcome to the ride. We're almost at 100 episodes of our four and a half year, no, five and a half year run of the In Black and White podcast. In the Black and White show, excuse me. Anyways, we're excited. We're we're counting down to our 100th episode. We're going to make it by the end of the year and we have something special for us and for you, all of our listeners, stay tuned. We're excited to share this with you. So with that being said, thank you again for being with us. Share your thoughts, your concerns, your questions with us at those handles, and we will see you in the next one. Until then,
1: God is good. Godspeed, everyone.